Welcome to the Fine Arts and God. I'm Dr. Radio Boksje. Today I will continue to talk about revival, what it is, and how we can recognize it and what to do with it when it comes, and how to promote it and how to cause it to spread. I will start by reading a scripture, quoting a scripture rather, from Acts chapter 2, verse 17 and 18. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. For my servants and for my handmaids, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. We read the same scripture in Joel 2. This is a scripture that Peter quoted on the day of Pentecost, from Joel 2. And in Joel 2, 32, it says, And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered, shall be set free. So revival brings, brings liberty, it brings freedom. Some people wonder about this ministry, what we're doing. We call it the fine arts and God. Yes, the main ministry is called the Last Harvest Foundation. And the Fine Arts of God is a branch from the Last Harvest Foundation. And it's through this forum that I am ministering about revival because even the Fine Arts are affected by revival. We can see that. We can see that in connection with the Great Reformation. You know, during the Dark Ages, when there was no light from God and the uh, the oppression of the people was so, the religious oppression was so tremendous and the Catholic Church was so backslidden and oppressing the people and selling salvation and all this. This was something that affected the fine arts. There was very little of the fine arts because there was very little of God. Now, in connection with Reformation, when the light came, do you know the fine arts went up? All these fine painters, all these fine great artists, Michelangelo, others, were released. These fine violin makers, Stradivarius, Guarneri del Gesù, and many others, Amati, many others. Maybe he came later, but many of these fine Composers also like Johann Sebastian Bach, Handel. This was all in connection with God's move of the Spirit in the earth. So the move of the Spirit, revival, directly affects the fine arts. There you have the connection if you didn't see one before. So I'm going out back to revival. How to recognize it and how to take care of it when it comes. Because I can see even now. As I'm speaking right now, there is a move of the Spirit in my home country, Sweden. And like I shared before, many, for many, many years, we have been trying different ways to present or package, the, if you will, <laughs> the message of revival in such a way that the people will receive it. But time and time again, we have been rejected in that country. Now, I shared last program about 
how it's one occasion I was dragged off the platform, all the people were being healed and, and having visions of Jesus and greatly blessed. And the Holy Spirit was obviously being poured out, but it was not recognized. I shared about how the Lord called me again, gave me relation gifts. How I saw people before in the conditions and how God opened up. I had three meetings in that place. And it was the most in any other places. <laughs> and how people were healed wonderfully. And people were receiving revival, but they shut it down. They didn't recognize it. They were offended by something and therefore they shut it down. And <clears throat> in the other church, how the Lord showed me before a person that was blind and how she began to see and how the Lord had shown me this before, three days before, yet they would not receive this revival, but they closed it down. So they continued and shut it down and then they continued to pray for revival. <laughs> So now in Sweden, God has sent revival. Some people are actually recognizing it. And God has given some, touched some people to facilitate and to give a forum and to host, if you will, this move of the Spirit. So it's been going on longer than I know of it has been allowed in recent memory. Like I said, the problem when revival comes is that the old timers, they want the same kind of revival that they had when they were kids. And if God does something different, they are offended. They don't believe in survival because we need what we saw before. They're looking backwards. But the Word of God says that God makes all things new. It also says that Jesus taught and He said that He pours new wine not in old wineskin, but in new wineskin. Because when the revival comes, we have to be flexible. The old wineskin is not flexible. Therefore, this is my point. Most of the time, a true revival that would change a nation, we start with the young people. They're flexible. Like I, I took the example of my own church. The youth experienced revival after revival, but the elders, when they come to the back to the church, they, sh they sh basically quenched it. They didn't recognize, they didn't give room to that fire, and they didn't facilitate that fire that the youth had experienced in these retreats, in these uh, outreaches that had been, uh, had been uh, uh, involved in. So, now, let's go to when the Lord sent me, my father-in-law, to Central America, and how the Spirit of God was poured out in this meeting. We were invited to be one week in a specific church and uh, we prepared ourselves, I prepared myself, I prayed and fasted for, for three weeks and I know that my father-in-law prepared himself and prayed and fasted and the church prepared itself and we came and the first meeting the power of God was poured out. And the power of God was poured out among the young people. They started with with manifestations of deliverance and <laughs> and then it started with then it came an anointing to dance and they would dance and in that place people that had not been dancing for years all they did was to go on and sing their hymns but when the power of God came on the young people they began to dance some were manifesting demonic spirits 
and we were praying for them and casting out the devils. Others were dancing. I mean dancing for hours. And they were totally drenched in sweat. Nevertheless, they kept on dancing and praising God supernaturally. Hallelujah. Others would roll, you know the expression, hold the rollers. Others, they would roll between the benches. So rolling under the power of God. Others, they would jump the benches. There were different manifestations. But most of all, these were manifestations, but the most important thing was that they all were filled with the Spirit of God. They were delivered. When the Holy Ghost came in, the demons had to leave and they were delivered. And like in the day of Pentecost, the scripture that I quoted, they began to speak with tongues. And here in the day of Pentecost, they spoke with tongues that people understood. They understood the tongues that were speaking. And do you know that they began to speak, at least in two languages that I understood. One young man, he started, he went back and forth and he, he was crying out, said, Döpian, Döpian. This is a Spanish-speaking person that doesn't know anything but Spanish. Maybe it's a little bit of English, but absolutely nothing more. Probably just Spanish. And he's crying out, Döpian, Döpian. There was the Holy Spirit telling him to say, Baptize in the Spirit, Baptize in the Spirit, in Swedish. In the Swedish language. And he kept on going about this. There was the Holy Spirit. There was a manifestation. It was a sign and a wonder. Obviously, the Holy Spirit was speaking because he didn't know how to speak like that. And he didn't know, since he didn't know Swedish. And a pastor's daughter, she, filled with, she was filled with the Spirit. And she spoke in perfect English without knowing English. I mean, the power of God came on this youth in such a way that it affected the next meeting, the next day, the youth were the ones that had opened the door for the rest of the congregation to receive the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit, to receive revival. And we see the scripture that I quoted from Acts chapter 2, verses 17 and 18. We see here it says, he pours out the Spirit on your sons and daughters, young men, old men, servants and handmaidens. The order is the youth, the children, the young people, the adults, and the ministers. In Joel, it was the reverse order. But this is what the Holy Spirit is speaking through Peter at the day of Pentecost. And when we see a true revival among the young people, then you can hold on to your hat because then it's really coming. But don't quench it. See, this is the problem. Don't quench it. The young old people, they, they, they don't recognize it many times and they want to quench it. But the Holy Spirit has to be fostered. He has to be facilitated. The fire has to be protected by somebody. Somebody has to host the revival. And this is what I see in Sweden now for the first time in years. And the Lord showed in the beginning of this year that it was a, there was a possibility of revival coming in the latter part of this year. I spoke that in the beginning of 2013. And I saw that it will come. I saw it coming on the west coast. Now in this case it's in the south of Sweden. Wherever there is an opening. But I understand they are going to go to the west coast. And I believe there will be a mighty move of my spirit there. Now. So. 
understanding and facility in the revival so that youth revival that broke out in that church affected first the church only it continued it started to affect other churches that started coming from other churches other pastors it affected the the adults and the 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 children was were also filled with the holy spirit and the leaders were filled with the holy spirit and that revival spread to the whole nation it changed the whole nation god poured out the spirit this was something i learned i learned this the holy spirit was teaching me using my father-in-law and my own experiences and speaking to me directly speaking to me from his word we have to recognize the move of the spirit in order to protect it and make it grow <clears throat> and since revival is coming to sweden and europe and since revival is going to break out in the united states this is what i'm speaking this message so we can know that within the arts in the arts within the arts as well god used me as an opera singer in the opera to minister his spirit on many occasions and it will be in a greater way god will use more people within the arts in this mighty move that he's sending and i will continue to teach about that in the next program until then may god richly bless you is my prayer amen